This podcast does contain spoilers, so if you're okay with that, listen on. If not, pause the podcast, go watch the movie we're about to talk about, and come on back. All right, sweet. Excuse me. Brian, uh, over here. Hey. Pardon me, pardon me. Why don't you have the popcorn? It's starting! Woo! <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Shut up. Shut up and listen to the podcast. Hey! There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched. All right, what's the what's the dinosaur's what's the dinosaur's name? The animatronic tran, tran, anim- Hi, what? <laughs> what's the dinosaur? The T Rexes? Didn't they name him something? Oh, did they name him? Oh, I, thought, I honestly don't remember seeing anything about that. Then. Maybe. Never mind then. Do you think they meant to make him look so angry? Yes. It's like in the dinosaur in the rain scene when he's staring at um I think Grant his eyebrow everything's shaped so down yeah. he looks so it's like very, it's angular like he's he's, like he's looking angry at yeah him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of I assume dinosaurs just looked the way they looked so there are some yes so there are some uh, reptiles that that their face does that like their their uh, brows know that their brow is angled like you know in in a more menacing way that that we would consider to be an angry look so I would assume that some have that would would have had that look but not all and definitely that that they don't they can't control like their eyebrows like they don't have eyebrows they they don't have expressions or facial features like that that they could control I think that it's Definitely the made to look as menacing and angry and pissed off as possible. And what evolutionary wanted the T-Rex to look like an angry, just being big and scary and everything. That wasn't enough. They just no. wanted to be like, no, yes. no, no. And he's got to look menacing. <laughs> yeah. He can't just be, you know, the, the apex predator. He also has to look with an always attitude. pissed off. <laughs> apex predator with an attitude. With an attitude. Jurassic week. Hooray. It's Jurassic week. What the fuck was that? Was that a door opening? That's what that sounded like. (laughs) Yeah, see, that was maybe the the dinosaurs in the other side of that door opening. It was the Velociraptor opening the door. So we're here. This is uh, what we watch. It's a podcast for movie lovers, sometimes TV lovers, and uh, cultivators of fantasy football lineups. (laughs) So I'm I'm Brandon. Uh, That is Matt. I've drafted two best balls so far. Congratulations. I don't know how to feel about best ball. I feel like I would kick ass because I love my bench so much. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, and also you don't have to like check it each week. It's literally like that's also how very helpful. Yeah, that's my problems. I'll never look at it. You don't have to you don't have to set the the actual lineup. Anyways. Yes, I am. Matthew. What's up? Congratulations. Uh, And this week we are talking about the John Williams and Steven Spielberg collaboration. Ba 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 ba. Go. Not that one. Okay, okay, cool. (laughs) We're going John Williams first, and then, oh, I guess also Spielberg. I guess also Spielberg worked on this. Yeah, he was there. He was there. Um, No, it's, it's, uh, so we're talking Jurassic Park, uh, that collaboration, one of the, one of the biggest blockbuster hits of all time. And uh, currently it's actually back in theaters, select theaters. Um, Matt, you found it in 3D. Do you, is that something that uh, you're interested in in rewatching in a revised format? Uh, Not particularly, but they they didn't have the normal. (laughs) So between, (laughs) Jurassic Park in 3D and nothing. I'll just go see Jurassic Park in 3D again. <laughs> Not again, because I've never seen it. And it's also the Alamo. So, like, yeah. maybe I'll get another cool thing. Like, oh, I forgot to pull this out. Oh, spoilers. We 
we might have kind of recorded some of this <laughs> a long time ago in the past. Yes. So we might reference that on accident, but everyone just pretend. Pretend like, you were there and heard it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm going to find that dinosaur while you're talking. While you, while you do that, I did actually find an answer to your question whether or not you include your question in. Uh, there is a, a name for that T-Rex. The VFX artist Phil Tippett um, had uh, referred to the T-Rex as Roberta. Because it's a robot. Really? That's yeah. not... It's an animatronic, uh, you know, animal. And because, uh, you know, it doesn't actually have a name in the film. I think just besides T-Rex, maybe? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't remember it saying... Uh, yeah, I don't remember them calling it anything other than T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Roberta, interesting. That's not what I thought it was. Maybe I'm thinking... I might be thinking of um, the Jaws. Because that, di- that dinosaur... Well, kind of. <laughs> that uh, current dinosaur had a name also. So okay. I think I might be thinking of... Anyways, uh, we're doing another fantastic franchise. Yay. And I, I can promise everybody, the next one we do will have nothing to do with Steven Spielberg. I <laughs> promise. Because we're back to back. Yes. Steven yeah. Spielberg fucking <laughs> franchises. Can't wait to do all of like his, the Steven Spielberg like works. Like Let's do E.T. Ryan and, <laughs> and E.T. and E.T. 2. Right. Is there an E.T. 2? Because I, I heard that there was going to be an E.T. 2 and like it was supposed to be super fucked up where where uh, the kid and the alien are like interconnected and when they're doing tests on, on him like Avatar? Basically. Basically. <laughs> no, 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 no. James Cameron had written this by the, <laughs> way before <laughs> yeah, E.T. 2. Yeah. James Cameron wrote that wrote, wrote that uh, in, in 1943 yeah. <laughs> and retooled it and retooled it. Um, so Matt, do you remember when you when you first saw Jurassic Park? It was a rainy day, October 25th. <laughs> no, I don't, unfortunately. It's one I, of those things that's just yeah. always been in my life. Yeah. Well, it, it came out when I was, what, two? It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it came out the summer I was born, so I'm a Jurassic Park baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that totally correlates. They had it playing while I was being born. Oh, wait, no, 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 I came out before. Damn it. We were yeah. test screeners. There you go. And when I was go. being born, so that's why <laughs> I love it so much. Um, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't remember, I don't think I saw this in theaters, I, I don't remember when the first time was that I saw it, but like you, it just kind of has always been there, and it's always been part of pop culture for me, so I, you know, always understand references back to it, and like it never was, was a challenge for me to go, wait, what, is, what are they talking about? What? I don't, I don't get that reference, or I don't get that, that illusion. Mm. It's just such a huge movie, and it just keeps getting really, re- re-released and re-released over and over if titanic and avatar can do it (laughs) jurassic park can do it too jurassic park can absolutely do it and i mean for with good reason and honestly so i I was wondering if you remember at least early on how did the how did the visual effects look to you how did the the cg and and the animatronics how did those all blend together did it did it feel real to you when you know when you were younger uh yeah totally i mean like you know, when we're younger, we're not really looking too much like <laughs> with the critical eye. <laughs> sure. It's much more, you know, I was watching E.T. was real. Like, you know, right. <laughs> you right, know, when I watched right. E.T., I was like, oh, there's a like, hey, alien. Cool. <laughs> not. Oh, clearly that's a puppet. Clearly right. that's a puppet. Right. So, yeah, I definitely bought in. Did you buy in? I definitely bought in. Absolutely. And but I, I didn't. <laughs> so I, I ask is I think that even watching it again, this, you know, th- 30 years later, I think it still holds up and I think it still feels real. And I feel like those graphics and puppets and animatronics and everything that they, that they did to it, I feel like really helps 
preserve its longevity. And it's something that doesn't necessarily need to be rebooted, even though they did with Jurassic World, uh, and, and, and redone, you know, with just computers. When we get to Jurassic so... World, we discuss what even it is. But <laughs> sure, but it's it's. I feel like Jurassic World is more more of a continuation. Um, when but, we get to Jurassic World, we'll yeah, have that cool, conversation. Cool. But uh, I don't feel like it. It's is it doesn't feel out of date. It doesn't feel dated, and it doesn't feel like oh man, those graphics for for like we talked with with Raiders, like oh for being you know in or the early eighties, those graphics looked really really decent. But you know, watching them in in twenty twenty two twenty twenty three, they they looked pretty shitty. Jurassic Park, I don't feel does that. I feel like Jurassic Park is head and shoulders above early 90s cg um above uh, early 90s cg well they i mean they really i feel like kicked off the whole thing so it's kind of hard to compare it necessarily yeah to the people who like kind of i guess didn't start it necessarily but uh i you know it's all like a grain of salt i agree it holds up pretty damn well because i'm not sitting there looking at the animatronics and going Oh my god, that looks disgusting. Even even though I think there are a couple spots that I'm like, that looks horrible. But at no point am I ever buying into it. I'm always aware that it's animatronic. <laughs> like I, I, when I see it on the screen, I'm like, yeah. oh look at that robot. Oh, I wonder how they did. Okay, it doesn't look too bad. You know, when I'm originally watching it, I'm not even really thinking about that. Yeah. I'm just like watching the movie. Right. So in modern day, the movies that come out now, I, you know, I generally don't. I think they are better. I think they're way better. And so it's like holding up is all like relative. Okay. I don't, okay. it doesn't ruin the movie for me personally. Yeah. And, but you know, they did a good job of hiding in, um, in rain and in darkness and stuff, True. which True. Well, I think a lot more directors need to take that cue. It's like, you know, if you don't have the biggest budget and your CG is not going to maybe look perfect mm-hmm. or your, you know, your puppets aren't going to look perfect. You know, you put them dark, you change the angles mm-hmm. you do in the rain mm-hmm. you make it kind of harder to see with you know give a logical reason why sure you can't just be like now it's raining uh <laughs> it's only raining over this puppet nowhere else uh but they do a good job of you can't see it precisely so you just fill in your own little blanks right and you, you, know? and you, you, you let bleh. and you let the audience kind of fill in those blanks where you know it it's not all computer generated so because i mean this 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 movie has one of the great, great, great buildups of like to the T-Rex because we don't see a T-Rex in any way, shape or form until right. what? Halfway through the movie, maybe. Yeah, it feels, sounds about right. Yeah, Because I sounds think I remember right. I think I paused it to see. And it's like, I think the that scene that changes everything mm-hmm. is I want to say roughly halfway through maybe or something or like an hour in 45 minutes, somewhere around there. But like, think about that. You don't see the T-Rex until halfway through this movie. But the buildup for it. Yeah, was on like massive. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. Oh my god. They're near the T Rex. They're by the T Rex pen. Everybody, shut up. Yeah. Stuff like that. Nothing. <laughs> right. Exactly. It, and it and it felt very much like a zoo in that way of that that anticipation of seeing something you really want to and you're really excited to and then oh it's not there. Well then fuck. What do we you know what what's this movie gonna be about? You know what's the point? Why why are we here? Oh, and it does you were disa- great. You're disappointed at that. At that uh, scene where it didn't pop up, I guess I was a little a little disappointed, disappointed too, I yes. Guess. But it but it did exactly what you're talking about. Is it built that anticipation? It built that desire of well, I really want to see this, you know, this thing. Mm-hmm. And then when we finally got to see it, that payoff was so much greater than if we had gotten to see it right away. I so do, I think yes. you're absolutely right. Is that it, it built that anticipation? An interest and an interesting um, kind of 
I guess writer's note that I'm just feel like I'm just noticing right now is like the T-Rex had such a big buildup momentum, momentum. And it was like, we were kind of can't wait to see it. And then when we get it, it's a big action scene. Yep. It looked cause they put it at night in the rain. It looks good. Like it doesn't look bad and everything. And so that was an amazing buildup and payoff. But then the buildup and payoff of getting going onto the Island, because really this movie starts off kind of questioning. I feel like, like you get the first scene and you're like, is those, are those dinosaurs? Was that a dinosaur? Like, yeah. what was that? And then we, they never really, they hint at it here and there, but they never really fully under explained to you what's going to happen. So we have such like a build up to it. And then they get onto the Island. And the first one is seeing the long neck, which I think is fake, right? The long neck, uh, eating something. So yeah, that I believe was a uh, brontosaurus, but brontosaurus don't are, really exist. Yeah, they are, they yeah. aren't really. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah um, exactly. There is a form of a different type. Yeah, but so then the build up, and then you see it, and frankly, I didn't think that the brontosaurus mm-hmm. looked that good. That's mm-hmm. one of the ones that I would say is I don't think it really looked that great. Okay, but I wasn't disappointed because it was a different kind of build up. I was just I was just like looking forward to seeing anything. Like, what's going to happen? What's yeah. going to happen? Yeah, and then it's kind of unexpected. Instead of the real big build up to the T-Rex, it's unexpected. So it doesn't look as good. It's not as exciting, but it hit the same way to me. But yeah, because it, it, it's more about that moment and not about the actual car- or creature mm-hmm. itself. It's about what that what the creature represents. It's about that no fucking way. And the fact yep. that, yes, it is moving. And yes, it does look somewhat realistic. Like, holy shit, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it makes you want to be there so much more. Than than most of the other things, I feel like that that scene in particular is is just that sense of wonderment and amazement and just going, this is fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Like if if this was a real thing, that would be, you know, just then the the scale that they gave it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you if it, if it doesn't look fantastic, don't build it up. <laughs> just slide it in there and surprise yeah, some people. Yeah, exactly. And then ever, no one cares. But if it does look good, mm-hmm. like a T-Rex, then build up. Exactly. <laughs> now, now, I do say, I do want to say that as far as looking looking pretty good, um, that the later in the movie when they're feeding the, the brontosaurus uh, from the treetop, I feel like that one looked pretty decent. I feel like that one looked, you know, being up close. It wasn't, I mean, again, wasn't it, awful. It, Again, it's like this every second it's on there. I'm like, oh, that robot, that puppet doesn't look horrible. So it's like (laughs) I'm fully aware it's a puppet the entire fucking time that it's on the screen. So, again, relative, you know, not better than stuff I see today, but better than the CG thing I saw earlier. Probably, I guess. Yes, definitely. hundred percent. Honestly, I feel like it it does look better or, or on par with some some things from today just because. It wasn't all computer generated. And so you had this essence of a puppet, of a, of I, a robotic, kind of just in, inherently that the characters, the, the other humans can interact with. If you're doing a handicap, with. like what they could have done then and what they do now, yes, they look on par, I think. Because at the time, that was stuff was amazing. Mm-hmm. But the problem is the, the bar, the median is drastically different. And it's like, I'm not saying, compare, if it came out today, mm-hmm. I would not be like, oh, that looks so good. Really? It, oh hell no! Okay. Hell okay. no! What are you talking about? I feel like I, I feel like I, like I said. I think that it, it holds like a up giant well. puppet cow. <laughs> nah. Oh god. Nah. My god. But uh, yeah. So I think for where where they were at that time, I think it looked well. It was fantastic. it was groundbreaking for yes. for what it was at that time. Hundred percent. Nowadays it would be like, oh, that's adorable. I can't wait to see what the next thing. <laughs> oh, that's they do. cute. Like, yeah. Could you could you not afford? Oh, they went old school. <laughs> <Graphics>. they, went, <laughs> they went old school. Like, 
Yeah. Like it's a 90s movie. But <laughs> they're trying to make it feel like a 90s movie, which, you know. It, it, <laughs> See, that we'd all praise them. <laughs> expectations. Expectations. Ah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so are you excited to see it again in in 3D? Yeah, I mean, I could care less about the 3D. Uh, you know, I'll be excited to see it because it's a good movie and I like it, as we'll talk about. So anytime I get to see it in theaters, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I saw Old Boy, which was exciting. You know, it's the same movie. I'm excited to see it if I watch it on this TV or the theater. But I'm excited to watch yeah. the movie anywhere. Just, yeah, And in I like general. theaters, which was cool. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I guess I am, Jeff, uh, Brandon. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, but cool. Yeah. Um, I'm excited that you're excited. Hooray. Um, are you excited to not see it in theater? I, I'm excited to avoid the, the screening. Cause I don't know. I, I'm not a giant fan of, of remastering things in 3d. Some things look okay. Some things don't. This one's just, eh. if it was standard, I'd probably be more excited to go see it, uh, or, or have a desire to see it. But I, yeah, like the, the Titanic 3d re-release was like, Oh cool. They were like, three or four shots i'm like oh look that actually kind of looked pretty pretty decent and and you know it, it looked like it the, the frame was expanding the rest was like this was a waste of fucking time like why would you spend that much money and time doing something on a still image basically yeah i don't know well i mean we'll see because i don't i don't how often i see that nowadays it'll be interesting to see if it is slightly better or yeah. worse or what they do because like when avatar came out i liked the passive 3d that they had a lot of which is just, you know, branches going by in the sides. Right. And if they if right. that's what they do and they just add a little depth in the middle mm-hmm. of what stuff is going on, not like drastic depth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but and then just like the side um, of the screen kind of passes you by. That sounds fantastic to me. Like I would I think I would love that. I don't know if they're going to. We'll find right. out. Well, find yeah, out. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, bring a bring a notebook and, uh, you know, piss everybody off. <laughs> What about, what about, oh, something that, that I definitely would like to see in some kind of like revised version is more accurate to what we know of, of dinosaurs now. So I'd like to see more feathers on dinosaurs. I, I would honestly, even though the roar is amazing and a, and a fantastic piece of sound design, uh, I don't believe that dinosaurs could actually, I don't think they had vocal cords, so they couldn't really roar. Maybe they would hiss, maybe they would, you know like the frilled lizard, but you know, I, so I, I'd like a more like historically accurate version, but the exact, everything else be the exact same. Well, like like a, I, I think, a raptor is like a bird. They have vocal cords, didn't they? I don't, I think why that they, they could be chirp maybe, but I don't think that they roared. I don't think that. Yeah. I think that, Well, I mean, that's why I said the raptors. I mean, you're oh, okay. talking, you're talking T-Rex. What yeah. else roared? Yeah. Tell me something else that roared in there. The, other than T-Rex. Is it the stegosaurus? I think did one. I th- did it roar? I thought so. Or maybe moaned loudly and sounded. Okay. Well, I think they could have moaned loudly. <laughs> you want so you want this one updated with those features, or yeah. you want? Um, yeah, I, I want would. that one updated. Yeah, yeah, updated with those features, but everything else be relatively the exact okay. same. Yeah. I won't watch that, but that's well, fine. I mean, I'll watch that's that. Fine. I'll watch that once and then go back to the original. All right, cool. I'm that's like, cool. That felt weird, weirdly unnecessary. They could have easily made this 3D instead. Ah. <laughs> Um, but speaking of this, this did win a few Oscars in 1994, and it won, of course, for visual effects, uh, best sound and sound effects editing. Um, but yeah, that that roar is is a masterpiece of sound design of yes. pulling together things that, again, didn't exist. You have no reference point. You have no well, way to, to really know. I think you get a little bit of benefit 
Also, when What's, there is no reference point. Ah, y- true. true. What you hear is going to be the first reference that you've ever had of that. Maybe yeah. you have, oh, I imagine it would sound like this, but be honest i well, guarantee you, get, you nobody's thought about that i think <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely and i think you get a lot of a lot of credit you know after the fact but I'm, I'm talking like from creation like you don't know where to start necessarily so yes once it's finished you get a little bit more forgiveness of you know hey it doesn't sound like something else because there is no fucking audio clip of, of a dinosaur roaring. i guess yeah, you have um, an infinite amount of where to start with yes exactly and so it, i feel like that just is it becomes a little bit more difficult um but yeah, so so props to them and, and props to to John Williams for the for that score and how he didn't win for this score is just uh, a crime against humanity. I think he's got enough. It's fine. <laughs> he's gonna scratch off one of the other ones in right uh, Jurassic Park if he fucking feels like it. I don't know. I feel I personally feel like Jurassic Park is one of his best scores, um, just personally. But I don't know enough about his scores off the top of my head to gotcha. say it is a really good one. Yeah, I do agree, and. Um, it's also hard to judge because I mean, anytime I hear the theme song, it's like, oh, it's that theme song. You know, the first time I heard it, what I was, I like, oh, that's weird. You know, I don't, I don't know. Take us back to that first time. Take us back to oh, that yeah. rainy day in October. What was it October? Yeah, yeah, it was rainy day in October. Good old days. It, it rained a lot in your in the because mm-hmm. there was a lot of CG. The there was a lot of CG and puppets. Man, they, they to be made. to be in your memories, <laughs> it must be must be an amazing place to try and survive yeah a lot of it's made up um <laughs> uh, i love the i was thinking about the story of this and i think i love how honestly pretty simple simple the the story that we follow realistically is like i know they get branched off in like different versions but like ultimately it's just we don't really even have a real story at the beginning mm-hmm. and then eventually it's just survive mm-hmm. and that's literally the whole thing right yeah, right i right. mean you get a little bit of like oh i want them to survive and these guys survive how are they going to make it out how are they going to make it out um which isn't nothing but it I mean there's not like super con you know super layered character um stories Ooh. that you know you get a little bit of grant and ellie and you know grant with the kids and stuff so mm-hmm. there are, is character change sure. and development but it's very it's minor and, you know, some people realizing the mistakes that they made and all that stuff. Um, but but it's, it's it's more about the adventure of this and the survival aspect exactly inside right. of this. Yeah, It's just much more experiences movie yes. in the world that we're going to put yes. you in rather than here's all the in-depth storylines that we're going to give you. And it's going to be amazing. Right. You know, right. And I'm sure which that I the, love and I'm sure that the book, you know, goes into those. Uh, that that yeah. aspect of it much more, but I don't think that for for this movie it's super necessary. I, I think that uh, the fact that there was any character development, I thought you know that that's fantastic, and it's not just you know boring bland characters that don't change, that don't do anything, uh, you know have to survive, but they you know give a they have wants and and desires and likes and dislikes, and they feel very fleshed out, even though there's not a lot of backstory and you know history with them mm-hmm. and it just it is like you said it's just not necessary for this type of story mm-hmm. yeah I and mean, it's even like with that being said is there's still a ton of like small details here and there right about like that do tell you about the characters like the dude who pays ned i feel like the only thing i know about him is he's a bad guy yeah but realistically what do we fuck we know he was going to pay for the stuff sure. and he didn't close the cab 
door when he got out of the cab in the scene. Yeah. That's literally the only things that we learned <laughs> about that guy. But like we all have, I didn't need to know about more about him. Right. I understand. And then right. we move on. And it's just like, exactly. Yeah. Even Ned, you know, we knew very little about Ned realistically. Yeah. But we just know he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, he's, he, underpaid. Piece of shit. He's well, under, yeah, exactly. I was going to say he's underpaid. He and put a lot of people's lives at risks by just turning off true. important stuff to hide true. his own actions, which, you know, he could just leave the company. He doesn't have to. He didn't have to endanger everybody, I guess. It sounds like he's pretty yeah. smart, which means he could easily get another job. Right, right. He's very confident, maybe a little bit too much so. Maybe a little bit, uh, hey, I'm the only person who can run this sector of, of, of this company. So It is interesting that I saw somewhere that was like the only thing that John Hammond um, spared no expense everywhere other than Ned. Mm-hmm. And that was the one that was what failed about the <laughs> the park, realistically. Right, right. Other than would it have been a useful park? But I mean, okay. useful. I'd if a thousand people show up and one of them sees a dinosaur, maybe <laughs> does that like it's I think I, I think that it's a it's a fantastic concept for for a park for, you know, mm-hmm. a, a business. Absolutely. But if you're going to highlight the actual creatures, the actual animals, then don't put so much vegetation around them and hide them entirely. Yes. Well, zoos versus like animal sanctuaries and stuff. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. And frankly, why didn't they just go into science? They could make a billion dollars just in their science research and right, whatnot. Right. Nah. Yeah, Because exactly capitalism. Right. Yes. It's also kind of odd that I- I'm going to take and we'll get to in in two, but like how more people didn't know about this necessarily because there was thousands, hundreds of employees. Yeah. Nobody's talking about this off the island, I guess. Right. Nobody's leaking this. They have patents. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine somebody just looking in the patent office and being like, <laughs> why does InGen own a patent on a dinosaur uh, container? <laughs> Should we look into this? There's a bunch of dinosaur stuff listed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should research this. Nah, <laughs> just stamp it and move on. Come on, Billingsley, get your ass back to work. I don't pay you to think. If Einstein was still alive, there'd be another uh, park doing the exact same thing, and then yeah. he just like thought of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's those kind of plot holes. I would love to know if if those are tied up at all uh, in in the book, or if it's just kind of again that concept of ah, just buy in. And don't worry about the logistics of hiding this massive, and it's a massive fucking island with thousands of of dinosaurs, like you said, hundreds of workers, how nothing got leaked. But also, it's, you know, when it it came out, I'm still, I'm assuming it's still set in uh, present day from when it came out. So, you know, early 90s. So... There are planes that fly over. There are satellites that take pictures. There yes. are different countries that are absolutely trying to right. right? It's close to a lot of yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's interesting that that no, nobody had ever heard of anything, especially the paleontologists. Like I feel like that they would be the you know next to the maybe maybe not the the very first people to hear about it, but next to the to the top of there would definitely be rumors. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even in the industry, you they would have other like professors something that roll through and they're yeah. like i heard rumor do you, do you guys know who ingen is no well i heard rumor they're doing some they're doing some shit over there and i'm not entirely sure if it's real or not yeah and yeah. then you know i'm sure so then when they started talking about the island they they would know what they're talking about but right. i'm okay exactly. with suspension of disbelief i'm yeah. okay with that because again that whole reveal and and the way that it's acted which which i'd like to get into here in in a minute is just it's wonderful and and uh it, what a great 
fucking concept for a movie. And I know it's based on a book. Um, uh, uh, what I've heard is a fantastic book, but what a great concept for a movie. Like, it just fucking dinosaurs roaming mm-hmm. the earth again and what's going to happen when when we you know release them yeah, interact in, with them exactly when we we interact with them um i just i think it's it's just peak movie like like blockbuster movie uh concept um i do want to want to mention about the uh the book before we move on to everything else uh that i found super interesting that the so the book was released in 1990 and the rights for the for the novel like the the movie rights for the novel were sold before that even came out. Mm-hmm. So I can like, see that. Good Lord. Like Michael, like I thought that Michael Crichton was known for Jurassic Park. No, apparently not. Apparently he was known uh, for other works. And when he was floating the concept for Jurassic Park, like everyone like went, no, 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 we want that. We'll do anything you want to, to acquire the rights for that because well, it's such a great idea. Yeah, I imagine I imagine he's had like other had other scripts and mm. other books that they, they know and keep an eye out for. Because I mean, like realistically, buying scripts and stuff, you gotta buy what, five to use one? You know? Yeah, may, yeah something have, like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm sure if you go through the list of what these studios or even the small studios own rights to, it's probably a hundred times more than what they're even gonna make per year. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like they they try and keep an eye out for all those like writers, and it's like yeah. you know what this one was okay. I'm gonna I'll send me the next thing you write, you right? Know, shit well, and like I that. think and I think uh, agents do a, a pretty mm-hmm. good job yeah. of of hyping their clients up but in that way. It is uh, impressive as hell, though, for real. Because I mean, he the the rights for it were uh, a million and a half just for just for the rights to the book, like, nothing else. Like that's insane, especially in late 80s early 90s mm-hmm. it's a lot of money um and then i also found it interesting that four different studio and director combos put in bids so uh along with steven spielberg uh tim burton richard donner joe dante uh all tried to to bid for this for this project do the other i obviously i know tim burton mm-hmm. do, were the other ones um famous for anything that i know, would know because yeah. i don't recognize them let me take a quick look. It'd be interesting to see a Tim Burton version. That would be... I would like to, to see his idea for it, his concept of, of what it would look like. Granted. Uh, so Richard Donner did uh, Superman and the Goonies and... No, not the Goonies. I'm so sorry. That was just an ad, I guess. So he did Superman, Superman 2... Uh, Lethal Weapon, the first one. So he's mm. he's more of an action uh, person. And Joe Dante, he did Gremlins and Small Soldiers and The Howling in Inner Space, which I've never heard of either of those. So yeah. again, more sci-fi kind of concepts. So all all relatively you know known for or or had worked on some kind of sci-fi epic or some sci sci-fi thing mm. um i mean it would have been interesting tim burton because also at that time he like he a couple years removed from Wee's big adventure mm-hmm. beetlejuice batman mm-hmm. like that was like the ones that edward scissorhands was around there so it's like which direction would he go because he could clearly can go different directions sure. and stuff so absolutely It'd be interesting to see which what which way he would go with it mars attacks you know? right yeah <laughs> I, it would definitely be a lot more uh goofy i feel like and a lot more I don't know, fantasy esque, and not try to be more realistic with it. That's that's my assumption with it. Just mm-hmm. you know, thinking of Tim Burton's movies, is it's it's definitely uh, not the realism is not a priority. 
True. So it'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. There were they were not a ton of jokes in this one. Even in serious ones, there's usually some jokes. Yeah. I feel like like uh, Jeff Goldblum did a great job at may- being the the funny man, basically being the the comic relief, yeah. but also being like an integral part of the team, and you know, fleshed out a, a decent character. Well, yeah, wait, it's interesting because realistically, if you look at the character, that shit is stupid. Like, why was he there? What yeah. was his useful? Yeah. What was he supposed to like? I understand what they told me what he was supposed to do. Sure, sure. He's a fucking chaos theory mathematician Mm -hmm. why is he checking out this dinosaur fucking island to make oh let me i'll tell you if the investors should invest or not because what are you talking about chaos theory right what if something goes wrong that's what i'm saying it's like if you look at the character it's obviously stupid but he did a fantastic job of fitting in yes being part of everything and being useful like and not just sitting from when the movie started versus (laughs) before the movie right prior prior to the movie that character is fucking useless (laughs) movie start and on Actually, Great. very important. Well, yes. was he very important? I think so. I think so. He. What did he do? He provided. I'm changing. I'm saying he is. Wasn't he? Funny. He told them to drive a lot faster when the T Rex was chasing him. Obviously, they wouldn't have driven faster if he did. If he wasn't there, he. That was uh, sarcasm, everybody. <laughs> he took his shirt off, or at least part of it. Um, he did a lot of good of the theory stuff of yeah, like, he, oh, I can't <laughs> believe you did this. You know, this is why you shouldn't do this. But realistically, once the dinosaurs, uh, once the power went out, I mean, he led the dinosaur uh, uh, T-Rex away. And I think that's all he really included. That he and, and, uh, told did, her how to get to the, the electrical box. Right. So he was he was helpful in like planning stuff. Yeah, but, but I listed two things. <laughs> um, not, you can't say planning stuff because one thing. Oh, was that, was w- that the only planning thing? Planning one right, thing. What gotcha. else did he plan? I don't know. I'd spend I don't think he did shit. I didn't, I didn't watch this yeah, super no recently. <laughs> um, but I also am curious because I, so I thought Jeff Goldblum in this character, I thought he did a fucking fantastic job. I also in, in the Great theory acting. of absolutely, absolutely. In the theory of what would have been, uh, I would like to see the Jim Carrey version of this character because he did audition for it. Um, but the casting director decided, decided to go with, with uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I feel like if it was a Tim Burton thing, Jim Carrey would have got the role. I, I just ha- again have that feeling. Probably, I mean, yeah, realistically, because it would have been that. It would definitely he still would have been the comic relief, but more yeah. comic. Because well, I think yeah, Jeff Goldblum was still the comic relief, but more of like he pointed out what the audience was thinking. He was realistically the audience. I feel like yeah. throughout this of like, what are you doing? This is are you kidding me? You know, shit like that, or like we, you know, we laugh at the. I th- I chuckle at the line of like, you know, you guys. Uh, worried about so badly if you could do this you didn't even like look to or think about if you should do right, this right and it's like you know i'm like huh you know well, that's a good point you know shit yeah. like that yeah that's I, like quote unquote the comedy relief i think of this <laughs> that no well i think i think uh, another thing thinking about what his character does is he, is he provides that uh antithesis to everything the you know throws these negatives into not just th- this positive park right of all the good that this park can do of no you got to think about you know the the repercussions of not just of, of of putting this out there but of what it could mean for our species like we it i don't know i i think that it was a little bit more intellectual of a character early than a, early mm-hmm. then that's it that's what i'm saying halfway through then he was useless well <laughs> he than, was incapacitated for 
quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, again, yeah, they, he yeah. was still useless. I no, agree exactly. with you. So I'm not giving him, I'm not saying he was unnecessarily useless. Right. Like he True, stood in absolutely. the corner with absolutely. his thumb up his ass. <laughs> I understand he was injured, but he was still useless. Yes. The character is yes. useless after the power went out. Do you think that there are any other characters that were also fairly useless for for what, uh, I mean, what their minimum. roles were supposed I mean, to be? Mi- oh, well, I mean, I think that was Jeff Goldblum's role. I, I mean, I, I think you don't need, you shouldn't have too many um, like main characters, I feel like, or people mm-hmm. that are hypothetically supposed to be important uh, because you don't you can't get to know all of them. So it's like everybody beyond below, frankly, Jeff Goldblum was probably like the line. Gotcha. Jeff, uh, John Hammond would be the other like he was important because he's, you know, instigated all of this and he started all of it. And then he knew the most about the park afterwards and stuff. Sure. He was giving out the information, which way to go, how to right. do this, blah, blah, right. blah. But um, but the rest of them, I mean. You know, they're side characters for one or two reasons. Samuel L. Jackson was only there to put in computer code and explain to you why Ned fucked us. Yeah. Nobody else knows that's the reason he was there. Yeah. To because can you imagine if Jan- John Hammond or um, the uh, Murdoch, not Murdoch, what's his name? The Park Ranger. Oh, oh, the Raptor Wrangler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, can you imagine if Uh one of them walked over to Ned's computer and was like, "Oh, we are boned." He wrote a code that's doing this. (laughs) The only way to reset, you know, can you imagine? No, exactly. It wouldn't make uh, a ton of sense. Yeah. So Samuel Jackson was good for his one role. Exactly. His characters, and then they killed him (laughs) in a pretty awesome way too. I think it was good. It was a good fake out and everything. Yes. Do you think? Do you think only his arm survived? Do you think it? Or I don't think his arm survived. (laughs) I wouldn't consider that surviving no okay because it was there it was there it didn't get consumed so that's it everything survives unless it's consumed <laughs> my plates are currently surviving yes okay yes hurt, hurt, hurt. um do you think that there are other pieces of him that uh, that made it through or is every it, human's is just... hair survives <laughs> hair breaks down eventually in a long time survives yeah. significantly longer yes yes exactly nails exactly. survive forever mm-hmm. bones bones survive not forever though Ah, unless they're crushed. They break down eventually. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, what, what were you saying? <laughs> yeah, with with his cool, his his amazing death, do you think that uh, he was torn to shreds and only his oh. arm his arm uh, wasn't eaten? Or do you think that other pieces of him are around that area? Like so, if, if she looked harder, like she would have found more of him. Um, I don't see. This is what this is. This is where it's like. If you really break down most movies, and we both love this movie, right? Mm-hmm. But we can break down shit that, like, oh, you go, well, that clearly doesn't make any sense. Why would they just, like, have one clean bite somehow at the arm, I guess, take the rest of it right. somewhere, right. and it, like, perfectly sets up? What are the odds of that? But we are bought in. So, in reality, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they ate the whole thing, but, uh-huh. like, they missed one piece <laughs> of meat that they could have eaten that they didn't yeah, exactly. pay attention to, and it was complete. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> but when you break down that stuff, there's like, there's no way they just went one clean chomp <laughs> and then drag the rest away. Right. I would there's like no, to see that There's attack. no mess because somehow they're behind these like cables and shit. Right. You right. Know? Right. Right. He looked like he was, it was up against a wall. You know, she backed up against the wall, yeah. didn't she? Yeah. And then it kind of fell over so the dinosaur through the so cable. He was in the wall when they bit him. <laughs> That's how the <laughs> or do you think or do you think that that his arm just flew it got flung across the room oh, maybe got stuck in the cables and then right kind of it's like they were like dogs or they were like whipping yes, him around yes and exactly stuff, and yeah. then his hand just went flying and mm-hmm. they're like nah 
we don't need to eat that part or didn't no, notice it no other part fell off him other than his <laughs> arm just, yes. at uh elbow length roughly yes exactly um or it was just a just a clever device to go hey he's super we all dead. know we all know raptors don't eat hand meat that's Obviously. just ridiculous <laughs> don't don't bite the hand that feeds uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> that was funnier than you give it credit for uh, that was funnier of. than you gave it credit for um I do think that the that the acting is is fantastic. Like I, I think that uh, we talked about Jeff Goldblum and, and his delivery of these lines. Right, it, it might not be a, a jokey situation or or even a joke on the page, but the way he delivers those lines is what makes it. And I think the same for um, Laura Dern. I think the same for Richard Attenborough and definitely Sam Neill. Like I think that that their delivery of the way that they that they say certain lines is really what what makes it stand out. Then you know it's a different there's an always an extra layer of like even if you write the most in-depth well-rounded character ever if you put a shitty actor in it the character's gonna suck right like right. you like you gotta have that and they they do an all all of them do a great job of not only like bringing the character to life but mm-hmm. also giving it another layer on top of it when it's just the speech patterns the way they say stuff at right. the very least i right. mean like you know we can read we'll read uh malcolm quotes and you hear it in his voice same with samuel l jackson you'll you can picture him and you'll think of him him doing them not just lines on a page right right so yes i agree hooray good acting (laughs) hip hip hooray um and then to tie it back into the to the animatronics i feel like because there was actual like puppets and things for them to touch and feel and and you know in the space and not just a blue ball and in cg that i think that it also lent to to the ability to to really make it feel like you know this was happening and it wasn't all relying on you know hey th- i think that this is how i would react to seeing something like this i i i really feel like um putting people in that situation in 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 a more uh realistic situation uh, helped agree yeah I like that the stakes, and we'll get to this in, in Jurassic World, I like the the stakes in Jurassic Park is this park's going to open, and then, oh, no, we just have to survive this one night, and we just have to get off the island. And then now it's, no, we got to save the world from destruction because these animals exist. Like, it was never a thought that the park was, was not going to open, even after all of this, that... that uh, with Jurassic it, Park? Yeah, with Jurassic Park. And, well, and the mean, sequels is like, no, 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 this is definitely going to be a thing. Like, we're just going to have to figure out how to be a little bit more safe with it. I wouldn't say necessarily it was, oh, this was always going to open. I think that was the whole thing of, like, the character of of John Hammond, which was he refused to, like, admit the truth. Where everyone else knows this it's over. It's over, man. But he was the one that's like, we just got to get through here and they'll be this. But then even by the end, uh, Ellie was like, you know what's wrong with you look around like you're the crazy one here yeah that you think this is still going to it's over man yeah and so i feel like for the movie yes well then well then we get to shittier movies that aren't as good that just because they they also try and do well i wouldn't say the third one is not like that the second one is the second one they're still like oh we're gonna do this Mm -hmm. this the third one is absolutely not like that which is I guess, when, I guess, when yeah. we do the next episode, we well, we fight about which one's better, second or sure, three. Sure, sure, Which is obviously the third one. Because, uh, again, it's a better movie. Marginal. Marginal. For example, you know, two, they're like, oh, they're, we're still going to do this, even though clearly that's insane. Right, three, exactly. they're there to just save some kid. Which sure, sure. is a different thing. 
Uh, but then, yeah, then then uh, we we transition into get into Jurassic World, and the park still opens. Oh, yes, like they figured out how to how to you know contain the dinosaurs and make sure that uh, security never faltered ever again. And it's just interesting to me that uh, which everything continued. was working fine. Yeah, everything was. Because they've been going doing it for a while. Well, yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. We'll oh, get to Jurassic. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just found it interesting that the stakes were relatively low uh, in in the scope, and it's yes, and I yeah, agree. I, I like it, it if it was if I saw this today and and no notion that that there was going to be a franchise is like how could you get any higher than this? Like the stakes are are already at the peak at 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 the top of of you know how how bad things could get. I don't mm-hmm. see how it could get any worse. No, I I, I agree. With, <laughs> I agree with you, but I, I that it's because it's like I love that they don't like go out of this crazy world and be like this is the most important thing for the entire universe. It's like we live in this world. Mm-hmm. This we all acknowledge this is fantasy. So we're going to restrict it to this world. This right. you know this island. This is going to be your movie for ninety percent of it. I know they sure. they're off the island here and there randomly, but it's like. Once you get there, we're there yeah. and we don't leave it. Yeah. And it's like, we understand ultimately, you know, it's just going to matter this one night. We just need to get through. That's all that matters. Don't think about the future. Right. Just get through this night. And we're all there like with them. So they're, we're going on the adventure with them, which I, I personally, I love. Yeah. And, and like we've talked about with other adventure movies is those I think are the best is when we're on the adventure with the characters mm-hmm. and it's not us the audience experiencing it while the characters go, yeah, we've been here for a lot longer and we know everything about this is, you know, and nothing, nothing is surprising. Nothing is scary. Mm-hmm. Nothing is when, when the characters are going through something tumultuous and, and yep. you know, putting themselves in peril, I think is a lot much better. like much like most adventures. They took some people, normal people out mm-hmm. of their normal lives, mm-hmm. put them in this new crazy sci-fi world. Yeah, this extraordinary. That they, we discover with them. Right. Can go through the list of uh, uh, Men in Black. That's sort of what you know. We got, it's many, <laughs> true, many storylines yeah. do that. Yeah, absolutely. Which, but it tried but this, and true. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it works. It works when it when it's done uh, when it's done well. And I think this one this one knocked it out of out of the park. Agreed. Yay! How many times do you think you've seen this movie? Um, I don't know. It's got it's definitely double digits. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's triple digits? No. no. God no. Fuck okay. no. Okay. No. That would be three times a year for yeah. 30 years. Yeah. It's still not triple digits. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I honestly had to think about that's that a, for, for half a second. That's yeah. a lot. Gotta, it is a lot. Gotta, it is a lot. First 25 years of life. That's not even counting. <laughs> I got to watch it when I'm one. Right. You got to right. watch it four times a year to hit triple digits for 25 years. Man, so I gotta, no, I gotta definitely, get on. <laughs> definitely not triple digits. Rookie numbers, you gotta pump those up. <laughs> no, I'd say under under twenty. Like, okay. don't get me wrong, I don't watch this every week or anything like that. But I go in spurts. This is the most I've watched it recently. Right. I don't remember the last time. It, it's probably been a year since I watched it before that. You know, and especially the other ones, two and three. And well, actually, I watched three once in a while. <laughs> But this is definitely, I think, the the best of the franchise. And if you're mm-hmm. gonna rewatch one, this one this one holds up uh, rewatchability for sure. Which something we we haven't talked about a lot lately. But rewatchability of of this one is is through the roof. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, is is one of the more most fun journeys and just more more fun to to experience um, the whole ride, the whole the whole way through. Yeah, because I mean, realistically, obviously, you know, you know, everyone survives, but deep sure. down, we kind of knew well, that not anyways. Everybody. The important people survive. <laughs> the ones who care about survive. Yes, yes, yes. And deep down, you knew that was going to happen. But other than that, it's like you kind of lose the first um, being on the island. Mm-hmm. And when you're because when you're originally watching, it's like, 
oh my God, what really is this? Do they really have dinosaurs? And you're like, oh, now there's dinosaurs. But if you don't watch it for a year or two years and then watch it, you kind of get that same feeling. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, there's nothing ruined by second yeah. viewings. No, I don't. I, I think it, it's only enhanced. Yep. Do you notice more stuff? Like uh, the opening oh, yeah. scene is. Oh, yeah. The opening scene is, I think, uh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a little glimpse of the true bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you get you get the danger. You get a little bit of like oh, what is this whole thing? I'm so excited. And they cut away. One of the things I was annoyed by were the workers definitely don't know proper hand signals because they were doing some bullshit. Oh, were they? Yeah. I (laughs) I always always look at that stuff. And like the person signaling to the forklift was doing some weird ass hand signals that are not the proper hand signals. So (laughs) they're not professionals. Like, come on. So do you think, so OSHA wasn't involved in this in any way, shape or form? There's No. no... no oh, protocol. Osho, yeah. Osho definitely was not involved. <laughs> if Osho was involved in this, a lot of people would be knowing about Jurassic Park. <laughs> there's no true, way or <laughs> Osho would. They'd have to do a whole. That would be interesting. Be like, oh, yeah, I did my Osha 30. Now, did you do your Dino Ocean 30? <laughs> you know, because it's a whole different. It's a whole different thing. It's right? a whole different. That'd be so weird. The other thing I noticed is when they walked into the lobby and they were still working, that mm-hmm. is the cleanest job site I've ever seen in my life. Oh, for real. The The scaffolding was yeah. completely clean. And yeah. I was like, holy shit. You mean, you mean you don't wipe down all of the dust and debris every single time no, you walk off? That? I've built stuff inside of already finished buildings uh-huh. where it's like they will be having tours and stuff. Yeah. And it still looks disgusting. <laughs> it still looks disgusting. Well, maybe that's on you. And obviously they hired since <laughs> I was supposed to climb into this. I had to cut holes into the ceiling <laughs> to enter the ceiling. Uh, no, but uh, speaking of climbing, you climb trees. Do you talk us through that escape? Talk us through when when they uh, the car is falling through the tree onto onto kidneys are hurt uh, the fuck up. All right, get <laughs> yes. over it. Alan oh, are you afraid of heights? You know what? Go, get get down to the ground faster. Then. Okay, <laughs> problem solved. Do you think that that's possible to outrun out climb a car? I guess. Uh, yes, by falling. Un-climb? Both of you fall, and then okay. you like catch a dot, jump down. Yeah. Three fucking branches right. that jump down another three I branches. See, and I, and, okay, I'm glad you said that. Guys. I'm like, why are you trying to climb? Yes, exactly. Just I'm jump. Like, like you you as, will be killed. You at will some be point, you hit the ground and roll. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's especially the little kid. Well, they heal yeah. so fucking quickly. Kidding yeah, me? The kid would have been I fine. know Sam Neill would have broke something, but like, damn, homie. Yes, he absolutely would Also, they, once they got down, they did the... Um, the stupid runaway mm-hmm. instead of going sideways they went long ways yeah, they went they went in every, the path of the every car. movie i hate i hate that trope so much like just run two feet mm-hmm. left you guys I, are clear right exactly but that's not that's not dramatic enough i guess no, or, yes, or that's it, absolutely what it is and it definitely doesn't call back to buster keaton's you know f- uh, the the house falling falling uh around him i honestly think that that is probably more of of the reason why uh, so. than logic of you know trying to survive and escape what? Yes, I mean, I, I would assume, I would, I would assume that's what they're doing. Yeah, but it still bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely, I agree with you. Um, I do. Uh, I want to want to mention that iconic scene of the of the uh, earth shaking and the the um, water rippling from the footsteps of the mm. of the T Rex. Mm-hmm. Just how uh, I just want to uh, praise how amazing that is and. From do what you know I, how they did that? I, from what oh, I remember, I, do, uh, do you know exactly? No. Okay, so from what I remember is uh, they actually had to put like a, a subwoofer like directly underneath mm, that cup nice. because nothing else exterior-wise was loud enough to create the sound waves necessary to get that exact mm. effect that well, they were and, doing. And also the big problem, I'm sure, was 
Um, you need to you need it to rumble from the inside, like the inside of it. Middle needs to hit first, kind of right. Because right. you can't hit the side of the car and have it like jet to the side, because then it looks like that is that's it's, not proper. Exactly. It's, you need it like the whole entire thing to all move like at once up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Which has got to be hard. Well, because they did it in the uh, footprint also. Yes. Then they then they did it again in the footprint. Uh, how the that, fuck they did that? That one. one I'm not. I have no idea. I don't know if it's again that same thing where they basically built CG. a stage and. and it's possible, but it looked really fucking good. If that's if that's CG, God, I mean, it's a fucking ripple in the water. You don't think they could do a CG weir- <laughs> ripple in the water? Not in the early nineties, no, way. no and you, way. And you got a boner for all the rest of the CG, <laughs> and that's your low expectations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Um, one of the things that always bugs me every time, every single time I watch this movie, is when they're there and doing the animation, which the animation felt. Well, explaining how they made the dinosaurs and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which love I, that. I love that little video. It's a clever way of doing, you know, exposition. Yes. Um, yep. It, uh, so one, it looks like Schoolhouse Rock. That always reminds me of Schoolhouse Ooh, Rock. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I feel like Bill's just, anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, the other thing is, why does the animation talk to John? Because are you telling me that they made a separate one for this uh-huh. because they didn't even finish because he was like, oh, and there's supposed to be like more music and stuff, right? right, right. So it's unfinished. Oh, you know, we still need to do that. So you think they stopped in the middle of making it and made a John version because there's no fucking way when this park opens that John is there every single time for every single tour. Bullshit. Yeah, I think that's the idea. <laughs> there's no fucking way. <laughs> I think that that's no well, way. John Hammond isn't isn't the brightest when it comes to uh, figuring out logistics of things. He just has these, these grand ideas and pushes people to do them. Brother, do you not see the gigantic island that he made? That you had you tell me, moron did not make that happen. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's well, yeah, but you know, when we're okay, talking so we- when we're talking getting people in and press and doing all these things, he's maybe a little bit short sighted. Doesn't have the foresight to, to realize you're gonna have to do this probably what fifteen times a day at minimum. Let's let's say twenty times a day at minimum. He just thought it was cool. He thought it was and again, he didn't have the, the foresight to think that no, dinosaurs are a dangerous thing to do. Even if you can, you shouldn't do it. I think you know? he's a extremely rich motherfucker. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to be going tour to tour every single day. I agree with I you. Imagine I agree with you. He's going to be out in, the, out in the dinosaur. Well, I don't think he, in his mind, he's like, oh, I can't wait to give 20 tours. No, exactly. I don't think that he thought that far ahead. I thought that he's like, oh, that'd be a great, clever way to do it and to explain things. Or maybe that's just the singular one for the for the investors and for the, um, for the, uh, I almost said archaeologists, for the... Uh, what are they fucking called? Paleontologists. Pale- yes, paleontologists for the paleontologists and scientists and all those. Maybe that's it, and they would replace that with with the speaker. I don't know. I don't know. That's my argument for it. Is that I don't I think mean, I don't think he thought about doing uh, about uh, the the responsibility of of doing that video hundreds of times a day. All right. The other thing I'm calling bullshit on is oh, I he says he tries to be there for at the birth of every single dinosaur. Oh. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. You were literally just off the island like a couple days ago to get yeah. grant and uh ellie yeah like you, you're telling me no dinosaurs are born then none of them bullshit Ske- he, this man he is a liar li- i'm sick of him he schedules his life around the 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 uh, he'd, ha- he'd have to right i guess how many fucking dinosaurs there are don't you dare hatch that egg no, no, no. i know you right? stuff that fucking thing back in tape, until i tape get that there. shit closed again tape that shit closed <laughs> 
And also, where are all the bugs? Like, if, if there's that many plants, like there's got to be a ton of bees and insects to, to you know, make this ecosystem work. Well, I mean, you got to just think about all the bugs that are around cows, you know? Right. <laughs> let, alone, right. let alone dead dinosaurs and, <laughs> like, a T-Rex. Can you imagine how much food birds can pick off of T-Rexes? And just like Quite. sit around and eat shit off them. Quite a bit. It'd be imagined it'd be a yeah. lot of birds, yeah. a lot of insects, and then the insects are eaten by the birds, and then the big. It's like an ecosystem. The, <laughs> the circle of life. I, I do like that there was merchandising in the actual movie. Yes, the, the, I thought the, that was funny. Yeah, the merchandising that they sold after the movie right. is in the movie. And I, it made it made it very real. I, yeah. I assume that they had plans to sell that merchandise. After the movie and they're like, this will be so funny. Right. I would love it if right. they just did it. And then somebody was like, okay, what do we want to sell? Can we just sell all the shit that we had in the movie? I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, that was such a good idea. Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, those are props and they're sitting in a warehouse somewhere. Nah, I have to, I'm sure people stole those. If they weren't going to sell them, I'm sure people stole them all oh, over the absolutely. place. Absolutely. I would have taken at least one of those lunch boxes. Minimum. Mm-hmm. One of the, uh, another weird thing that, it's got to be true, but I just noticed for the first time of however many times I've, I've seen it, triple digits, thousands, <laughs> um, is that Ellie was not originally supposed to go. Really? Because he, because when John Hammond was there, I forgot the exact line, but when John Hammond showed up to get, they want, they all talked about is I want Grant. Well, mm-hmm. he wants Grant, mm-hmm. uh, his last name, Grant. Something. Dr. Alan Grant. Alan Grant. Yes. Um. He, oh, he wants Alan Grant. So then when he goes there, he's talking to Alan Grant and is like, oh, I would love your input, all this stuff. And then she says something about why would they want our opinion? And then he says, uh, I think Hammond says something along the lines of how about how about both of you come out and, you know, make a trip out of it or something like that. Yeah. So he was Ellie was not supposed to go originally. Interesting. And she Interesting. Yeah. Can you imagine? I wonder if she wasn't there, how different it would be. if She never showed up. Oh, cause, very. Because, oh, yeah, very. she's the one that. Well. I mean, I think the, the hunter could have gone out there with uh, the Jeep without her. That would have been OK. Yeah. She's the, the only thing really is that she went to go turn the power on. Uh huh. And then again, it's like if. The hunter went with, I don't know his name. The, the hunter went without him, uh-huh. without her. Would he bring someone else or he never made Probably. it and died? Let's go with that. Let's go with he never would have made it and died and the kids would have died. And obviously Grant would have died. He mm. would have never had that. They also would have been forced in into a relationship with the kids. Was the kid was the. Yes, that's true. Did Grant get out of the car first to go see the Triceratops? Or was that Ellie? No, I think that was Grant. Was that Grant? Yes. Yes, it was because, okay. yeah, he gets out while it's moving. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, Jeff Goldblum was like, yeah, he, who, who would have thought that oh, that, yes, that would have right. happened? And then she gets out and is like, yeah, and yes. here I am talking to myself. That was the whole that was the whole thing. I do remember that scene pretty well. But is it, it is interesting that uh, she's not supposed to go. She yeah. fucking invited herself. <laughs> it's a good thing there was room. It's a good fucking thing there was room. Wow, there's fucking four of them. <laughs> Well, you know, expenses, I guess. I don't know. Or there or that there was room in the in the Jeeps, in the in those electric uh electric cars. That's true. Oh yes, the high the high tech. Yeah. Spared no expense. Spared I did like no I did expense. like that constant spared no expense. By the end it's like shut up. <laughs> we don't we don't care. Yeah, and you clearly spared plenty of expenses. 
just in the wrong areas. Mm. How do you not have that Jeep yet? Like, I feel like that would, that's something <laughs> that not you, practical. <laughs> you should be driving. <laughs> I, and I've seen a ton of open Jeeps and, and close top Jeeps where that are designed very similarly or have, uh, the, the, oh, yeah, I mean, like Raptor uh, claw marks. I, mm-hmm. yeah. I have seen multiple Jeeps that are literally the, they, they clearly made it because of that. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. also, like I saw, was it an SUV that was decked out like a park SUV? Mm-hmm. Um, it is, yeah, there's a lot of great, um, I guess, not props out of the movie, but like replica kind of mm-hmm. that came, came out of this. The Jeeps and the cars and, you know, T-Rex, I guess, in general. <laughs> <laughs> the Raptors, because those weren't real either. No, Raptors were real. Yeah, but they were tiny and feathered. <laughs> They were not, I don't know about tiny, but they were well, feathered and they were prob- probably smaller. Well, than, the, the only reason, like, they discovered a type of raptor only during this movie being made, which sounds sketchy to me, but uh, that was about nine or ten feet tall because Spielberg wanted the raptors to be about, like, nine, I think, nine feet tall, even uh-huh. though in reality they weren't that tall. Right. So, I mean, tinier than what they were. That's what I mean. Uh, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but while he was doing it, they a type of um, raptor that was that big was discovered, which which is convenient. Yeah, right. Very convenient. You fucking liar. <laughs> I'm sick of Jan, John. I'm sick of John Hammond lying. To me. Oh, wait, that one's Spielberg. <laughs> I imagine. What Sp- else is, would Spielberg lie about? What did the alien not actually crash? Did, did the alien never go home? Was did it, was that shark never not that dangerous? Like what oh, else? That what was, else? That's is he, very true. What else is he the, fucking the shark about? was definitely not that dangerous. <laughs> that is and a, he perpetuated a fear of sharks for the rest of history yay god damn spielberg come on man uh, <laughs> um i didn't think that that i feel like the pacing was was quick uh but not too quick like it, even though this is a two-hour movie it did not feel like two hours to me it just it, it felt I, like i was i was on that ride and so invested that it just like time kind of stopped yeah to the, exist. i think the second half Went a lot faster. Time was relative. Yes. I mean, why me? Um, I, I think the second half definitely went a lot faster than the first half, which I think saved the runtime because it's realistically it's an hour. You know, if it's halfway, the st- second half didn't feel as long as the first half. Right. And I because I think they did a good job of like stacking action packed, faster paced scenes on top of each other. Um, and the second half and then br- breaking it up with. Every once in a while, a little slow part, you know, yeah. catch your breath. Yeah. Them discussing while he's eating ice cream, talking about the fleas or them feeding the horrible puppet or, uh, you know, stuff like that. They have like in between three to four different action scenes. Cause yeah. realistically when yeah. you break it down, that boy should be dead. Oh, many yeah. times over. <laughs> he, many times over. He fell off a cliff in the car. Uh huh. Then he, all the car like almost crushed him. Yep. Then the T Rex uh, squished him with with this with his snout. Yep, hundred uh, percent. Let's see, he got electrocuted. Um, <laughs> yep, probably would have yeah, broken. His heart stopped. And yes. yeah. yeah, his heart. He, so he technically <laughs> so, he did die. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> and uh, you know the Raptors then attacked. Yep. I feel like he, the girl didn't have to go through shit other than being afraid, <laughs> which is a legitimate yeah. thing. Don't and get me she wrong. She did a great job at, at portraying that that very real primal fear. Of yes. seeing what a fucking like literal monster 
would would do to you. Yes, if I if I was casting that uh, that character, um, I definitely would start with the scream and then figure out if somebody could act after <laughs> that because she didn't have to do that much. Yeah, yeah. Just how afraid can you be? Yeah, right. So yep. sexy. Show me some fear. Sounds um, like the character in uh, three. Um, the uh, what? Something else I was gonna say. I mm-hmm. I found in my notes. Um, Dr. Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum's character, maybe a little bit uh, less useful, um, especially during the second half, is because originally in, in the book, he uh, he spends he spends the, the majority of the time slowly dying um, and ranting and raving while he's on morphine. Like he so he's not actually supposed to do anything and he doesn't have a role in in saving anybody or in helping at all. He's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe that's why maybe that's why he. I mean, he's like, okay, he feels okay. like a little bit. He's still useless. I don't give a shit right. either way. Or right. it just because like the book matches up with it doesn't mean now I'm like, no, oh, no okay. I'm, I'm just saying that that uh, I, I mean, if if he was at, if he died in the movie or was dying, dying in the movie, that would have at least given him a reason to be useless because I, oh, I think, well, I that, yeah, because I think that you're right. He's he's kind of useless, but just I mean, it didn't bug kinda, me. Kinda don't there. get me wrong. It, it didn't like necessarily bug me, mm-hmm. but I felt like it's I mean, it's the same Samuel L. Jackson, like I said. His role was mostly beforehand because mm-hmm. I believe in re- in reality, whatever you want to call it, the original story when he distracts, he's not supposed to distract the T-Rex. He's just supposed to run away, I think. OK. And they changed it either like on set or when they're writing it or something um, for him to actually like try and do good, even though it didn't, which would make sense is why he's um, he was injured the whole time and yeah. being a bitch and everything. Yeah. Because he wasn't like being a good person, he got hurt. He just got hurt running away, like a like I guess the 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 lawyer. Then mm-hmm. I wonder if they combine those. I'll have to read the book, anyways. I'll yeah, no, consume I, the book. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Let me know. Let me know uh, when you get around to reading. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely expect to to hear your thoughts on the on listening to the book. Agreed. But I I, I would like to also consume it in some way, shape, or form because I've heard it's. Fantastic, and I liked. I love the movie, so I, I assume that getting more details out of it um, would be good. I do know that that uh, that John Hammond's character completely changed. Like he's in the book is like this tyrant capitalist, like you know, uh, horrible person, and they completely changed, uh, pivoted, pivoted to uh, somebody that that uh, Richard Attenborough, Richard David, one of the Attenboroughs could could inhabit. Um, Richard could could inhabit. And, yeah, I believe that one's Richard. Yeah. And and make him uh, you know likable and relatable and all that good stuff. Uh, speaking of Richard Attenborough, uh, I think it's fascinating that in uh, 1983 he won a uh, award. He beat out Steven Spielberg for best director. Oh, did he really? He directed uh, Gandhi and he beat Spielberg's uh, E.T. Oh wow! For best director. Oh wow! How fucked up with that? Do you think? You, I wonder which one rubbed it in the like. Now you're acting for me, or he's yes. like, "Well, I am a best act Oscar winning best actor, right? Uh, uh, director. director, yeah." So, so maybe I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh. I bet that that would be a pretty pretty fun intellectual argument to get into. That would have been interesting. Yeah. To be on the set for that. Yeah. And I bet you it was. Uh, I bet you Attenborough was probably pretty cheeky about it. <laughs> probably probably pretty pretty much like yeah, uh, yeah you know was, i mean he sure, was a, it's your film i mean i wouldn't do that no you know he's a living legend things. at that point so exactly. it's like <laughs> i'm sure he's like okay mm-hmm. if that's what you want now uh 
and Spielberg did get it back, uh, uh, that, that award, he did match him this very same year, but it wasn't for Jurassic Park. Oh, Spiel- what? Yeah. So, well, so, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. But like they, but Richard Attenborough was dead. So it's not like he didn't beat Richard Attenborough. Richard Attenborough beat Spielberg, but Spielberg never beat Attenborough. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Like if say, you know, Jokic beat the fucking team this year. Okay. That they beat in the finals. Okay. So then if that other team ends up winning the finals this year and Denver's not even in it, oh, are you now calling them oh, even gotcha, gotcha, or no? Gotcha. Denver beat them. Then they didn't beat I Denver. I hear what you're saying. Yes. Denver wasn't even there. Like, you know, gotcha. Denver died. Okay. 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 So it's like, yes, you do have one, but mm-hmm. in the only time that we were head to head, I beat you. <laughs> so I still have up on you. I see. I you see. Know, yeah. As just a, you know, uh, theoretical head to head yeah uh if okay, we're comparing okay. it if he gets a couple directors then it's mm-hmm. like okay does three directors count better than the one that he beat him in you know Ooh. what is that equal to, you know right shit yeah. like that. how does how what what is the weight mm-hmm. on that um yeah no i think that even 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 uh <laughs> though spielberg you know is is um known for basically film and and you know is such such a good moniker for filmmaking i feel like uh if i was richard attenborough i'd still be like yeah but you know i'm still better than you Clearly, because that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't give yeah. a shit. You won one. I wasn't there, bitch. I didn't make a move that year. Yeah. Suck you're, you're welcome for acting. <laughs> yes, and right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you wouldn't have one. <laughs> we were up against Tootsie, mm-hmm. The Verdict, mm-hmm. and Das Boot. Das were the four Boot. directors. It also won Best uh, best Film Editing wow. and Best Director. I mean, Best Picture. Yeah, I need year. to see it. I definitely need to see it. 100%. Doesn't look fantastic. <laughs> that's because it doesn't have a whole lot of cg in it i know i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah that's why <laughs> uh but i did find it interesting uh, bringing it back to the to the uh Ooh, best ben. director award so spielberg, spielberg did win that uh, in 19 for 1993's work not for jurassic park but he made jurassic park to get funding for schindler's list which is what he won for and Schind- not only did schindler's list Give Spielberg the best director award, but it also won best picture as well. So sometimes you got to make things that you don't want to make to make the things you do want to make. That's such a good point, Brandon. <laughs> That's so weird. Just remember that. Keep that in mind next time you I think forever, that. I'll forever remember that. that. <laughs> All right. I got, I got one other thing and then um, and then we'll rate. Then let, then, All right. Uh, sounds good. What's uh, what you got? So uh, one of the things that I looking back, I feel so dumb. And but forever, I thought this was true. I thought Ned was secretively uh, uh, John Hammond's kid oh. because he calls him dad. I like sarcastically, <laughs> but in, I took it as legitimately. Yeah. So I would say yeah. it all the time when I was a kid and be like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, that's his kid. And oh, I get that. Now I get why like they're really angry and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And then and, oh. <laughs> and then I don't know when it happened. But at some point I was like, oh, no. Oh, that's just <laughs> it's. That's sarcastic. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. I wish that I could I could give you examples because that happens to me all the time when when people are talking and it's like, oh, oh, that's what that. Oh, oh, mm, I'm just going to keep that. Yeah, I totally knew knew that <laughs> all this whole time and and didn't uh, have that perception. I love though. I love those uh, revelations, though. That's how long. How long do you I think no you idea. went? OK, OK. <laughs> no, yeah, that's uh, that seems like something that uh, young you would think and. And why does the T-Rex sometimes shake the earth and sometimes it doesn't? Sometimes it kind of snuck up on them and nobody fucking uh-huh. noticed when um, they, anytime it walks around or is yeah. it when, 
when there's suspenseful time, they're like, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to put my weight into this step now. Well, I think it's <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's I a little feather foot. Into this yeah, one. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, um, I think it's because obviously because he wanted, wanted to intimidate this group of people and the other times he was trying to sneak up on this group of people. So I think it, it factors into what the dinosaur wants to do versus what, uh, versus what it has to do. Um, I think that that probably uh, plays so you, a lot into do you it. You think the, uh, the Jeep scene or the car scene or uh, whatever, yeah. it was all pure intimidation. That's why the T-Rex is showing up. Yes. He's like, yes. I'm, and I'll be, well, I'm so excited for to intimidate these things that I don't know what they uh-huh, are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Instead of eating them, right? I'm just going to scream at well, them. Well, I will say I do like when they when they when when it showed up, the T-Rex showed up or mm-hmm. uh, Roberta, where mm-hmm. Roberta oh, yeah, showed yeah, yeah. up. Yep, yep. Um, she flipped a car over and, atta- and bit off, hypothetically, mm-hmm. if the car was a animal like a dinosaur or something the the she flipped the dinosaur over right. attacked the belly and the legs right and tried to bite the wheels off and yeah. then the belly so it would have killed them and if it didn't kill them they wouldn't be able to run away right i think that's like i hope they did that on purpose and like they put thought into it right because i that makes completely sense what a vicious animal would do and Absolutely. then like well, go what attack the other one where this one's dead yes yeah leave that for dead come back to it and then yeah let me Love go get it. this other thing um or, or it's possible that that was just a happy accident. Yes, and I, I really, I and every it time I hear, exactly, every time I hear something like that, it's like, oh man, just lie. Lie to me and tell me you planned that because I need to believe people put that much thought into things. Lie to me. That, <laughs> um, that, that's, I agree. I think make it better. hundred um, percent. And let's just, let's just uh, mention real quick before we, before we uh, rate this thing that, um, that the the kids would have hundred percent been dead uh, from the from this giant apex predator, you know, trying to eat them. That that glass would not have held, and well, uh-huh. even if it did uh, hold, that mm-hmm. all of that force would have completely smushed them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's just say all of that again. They survived all of that. They would have been instantly dead, death just by yes. that roar being right next to it. All of oh. them would have been deaf. I mean, instantaneously, but the kids, especially lizards don't roar. Also. I, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Really? When I heard, uh, I think I heard somewhere that the, the, that glass wasn't supposed to pop out, like pop out at them. Oh, um, it was supposed to be intact, but they actually hit it and like they crashed through it. Huh? That's what I saw somewhere. But then also when you think about it, the kind of, it depends on like what the original angle was, because mm-hmm. like why were they even shooting it sideways if you were not even going to see the snout go in, right? But maybe that was a maybe that was a second one, or to, yeah, that was a because pickup they're because like, of it. Oh shit, this broke. Now let's do this, and we'll just like put it yeah. into that. What a great idea that, that would be. be sweet. Yeah, yeah, possibly. <laughs> Steven's like, yes, yeah, da- <laughs> yeah, David Attenborough. I fucking did this on purpose. Yes. Leave me alone. <laughs> if it was my movie, if it was mine, but. But it wasn't. But it, it wasn't. It's my movie. How fast is John Hammond? How fast is he? Because that fucker got from the helicopter to the trailer uh-huh. on the on their dig site uh-huh. so fucking quickly. Um, because the helicopter landed, yeah. and they're like, "Oh my god!" They're running towards the helicopter. Guys, go cover this. Turn off the helicopter. And by that time, that fucker's already inside. <laughs> um, he dead ass sprinted from the helicopter to I think, the trailer. Let's go with let's go with the Kane is actually a rocket uh, ship. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's rocket powered, and he just Harry Potter, and it's a broom. <laughs> and he's like, Pew. yeah, yeah. I was gonna go with some kind of shapeshifter, but no, I like the. Oh, cool, yeah. I like the. 
<laughs> the, the thing being. And I'm guessing that that you would want, I mean, of all the props that you could choose from in this movie, I would love that cane. I want that, that or the Velociraptor claw. Those are the two I think that I would want more than anything else. Because I, I love the the mosquito in amber. It just it looks really cool. Um, and and I've always been fascinated by amber. And then that claw is just iconic. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't expecting you to be fascinated by amber. But then yeah, the alternative would yeah. be like if you were like, I've always been fascinated by mosquitoes. <laughs> uh, that would be cool. I do. I would like that. I feel like well, I'm torn because I don't want the cane, mm-hmm. but it on its own, like the the bug on its own, the end, I feel like wouldn't be as cool. Mm-hmm. So it'd have to be in the cane. So it is interesting. I feel like there's I'm trying to think if there's any more props that I think would be cool. Besides the car, the dead cow, uh, <laughs> that giant leaf. I would I like, guess a, I would like the, the leaf. Please. Honestly, that would be awesome. That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a weird one. That would be cool. Yeah. That she's like, Oh, this shouldn't be here. Right. Right. Interesting. Also, you got. Do you think they had, didn't hear a single dinosaur on that car ride up? <laughs> She's like, "Oh, this is so weird. Right. Every dinosaur has been silent." And correct. frankly, correct. How fucking close were they able to get to that uh, brontosaurus? Because it's <laughs> it's how it's thirty feet tall. Yeah, you're seeing yeah. that from you know quarter oh, mile away, quite a ways away. Yeah, exactly. That that <laughs> uh, that hill is very deceptively tall. Apparently, <laughs> it's a it's a vertical fucking. Yeah. And then they go over the ledge, and they're like, "Oh, also, oh, hey, look, there's dinosaur. something there." Right. Um, yeah, there's a, those minor inconsistencies. It's just like, God damn, I wish that, that there's a way to tie up all of those little plot holes. But again, See, it's, it's okay all for, exactly. It's those all are small for the, suspension of disbelief. Exactly. It's suspend, and, it, and it's all in service to, to get that, uh, that awe, that mm-hmm. shock and awe factor on their faces. Cause that, that's paramount to anything that these plot holes, you know, un, undo. So, yep. This first act is so important. Got to get you got to buy in. Yes. Yep. And everything else, little mistakes roll off. When yep. you don't buy in early, um, you're just going sitting there and going like, oh, how'd they get that close to the dinosaur? Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, shit like that. Exactly. <laughs> Not quite like Meg Two, where it's like, nah, are you sure that we need to buy into that? I that, watched Meg One. That didn't make. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I think it was better. I think it was better. I believe you. I believe you. But I mean, it's a low bar to cross. Did- you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyways, so. okay. So you want to rate? Uh, <laughs> Let's grade it. Great it. Do you know where you're going to put this? Um, I assume it's going to be pretty close to a ten for you. It's. I think it's going to have a nine in front of it. All right. All right. I mean, nostalgia is full in fact. Um, I think, yeah, it's going to have a nine in front of it. I'm right now. I'm torn personally between, um, nine flat. And a 9.25. Okay. Um, And so it's either going to be matching Avatar, which I have at 9, or Dark Knight, which I have at 9.25. And I think, I think I want to put it at, I think I'm going to put a 9 flat. Yeah, I think I'm going to go 9 flat just because, I mean, it does have flaws and I'm okay with that. I think what... Even with, even at the time where this was pretty groundbreaking, mm-hmm. I think well, it's hard because I was like, oh, the Dark Knight did so much more, but Avatar also, whatever, it's nine. Shut up. Stop asking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'll just be quiet. That's Thank fine. you. Jesus. <laughs> um, I think I'm a little bit lower. I'm going through my other ones and trying to place it. Like what, what I liked it more of, what I liked it less than. 
and I think I'm I think I'm I'm definitely in the eights. Um, Nostalgia's up there for me, and I and I enjoy the hell out of this one. Like it's it's one of the more fun movies I've I've ever you know watched multiple times. Um, and I just enjoy it every time I do watch it. But it's not one of my favorite of all times. Like I think that in its genre, it's probably up there in the action adventure, almost. And well, I was going to say thriller, but it's really less less of a thriller. Thriller. <laughs> we definitely can't afford that one. Of of all the songs to to try and squeeze in, that God, one. God, if, if this if I'm 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 I'm. St- I'm excited to see where you rate this one because it scares the shit out of me for the overall ranking because the franchise rating, I'm, I have a feeling, is going to be uh, like a two for you. <laughs> no, no, it'll be higher. It'll be in the threes, maybe fours <laughs> if I'm feeling feeling generous. Now, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go an 8.5 because I really enjoyed it. I really enjoy this one and and it's just a, it, it's just fun to watch. So I'm going to go 8.5. 8.5. Okay. Not as bad as I... Yeah. The way you're making that scene. <laughs> so I, I thought that was going to be lower. All right. 8.5 and 9. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This is one of my... This is definitely in my one of my all-time favorites lists. Yeah. Um, It's got all my, all my shit. There's a lot of problems with it. Sure. But again, I'm okay sure. with those. So... Yeah. All right. So that's Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, that is the first episode of the fr- Fantastic Franchises. Just so everyone knows... We're going to do a lot more franchises or like we'll do maybe a theme of a director or something like that moving forward. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a couple episodes um, recorded and it will come out on Thursdays. But other things maybe not having to do with it might be in between. So they'll come out in order. Maybe a random different thing will come out before the Jurassic World one. But we're but this fantastic franchise we're going to do um Next episode will be of two and three mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. and then we'll do a final episode of all of Jurassic World. Um, we haven't recorded those, so I don't know if like if we go over, it might be a part one, part two. But uh, just keep an eye out for that shiznitch, motherfuckers. Yeah, and don't forget we're on socials. We're on Facebook. We're at what we watched. We are on Zitter at Watch underscore Podcast and. Go give us a rating. Give us some yes. feedback. We would love any kind of feedback, any kind of suggestions, uh, and and we greatly appreciate you listening. Thanks so much, and uh, don't forget to enjoy the movies. Woo! Woo!